painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. The COVID-19 pandemic has wreaked havoc on many industries, and the performing arts is no exception. In fact, it is getting hit exceptionally hard. With show cancellations and stay-at-home orders, there aren't many opportunities for artists to perform. And that loss of performance means loss of livelihood for many. Today on Artbeat, we speak with Rich McDonald, local performing musician and professor emeritus at Winona State University to hear his thoughts on the hurdles artists currently face and how we might move forward in new ways in the future. I'm Bill Stoneberg. Stick around for the conclusion of our discussion with Rich McDonald on the performing arts during and after COVID on Artbeat. If I were a student right now, especially a music student, I might consider just taking a year off um, and really, you know, rather than trying to figure stuff out in this weird environment, I, you know, I'd I'd spend some time and money getting a little studio happening in my my house or my apartment or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I take some lessons with these people that are just available. Um, You could you could really learn a lot, you know, from some of these people that you wouldn't have a a, a chance, you know, any kind of outside chance of, of, of connecting with them if it weren't for where we are now. So there's another example of of maybe, you know, there's an opportunity that people could grab onto. Yeah. I think so. Again, for sure. I don't 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 quote me on telling students not to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been careful of that as well, but uh, I have had a few conversations with students where they're contemplating that. And, you know, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense in this time, I think, you know, and especially if you're, like you said, a music student or an art student, you can go and uh, do your practice and learning. And, you know, there are people out there who aren't performing, so they're available to uh, teach and things like that. So, yeah. Or, you know, the other thing you could do is if you want to maintain the stuff you're doing at a particular institution, like Winona State, mm-hmm. you know, you could just take six credits or, you know, take, right. take just a few credits, live in Winona and do some stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, you wouldn't have to necessarily just not go to school at all. But but that's that's again, that's I guess that's the glass half full. But I, I'm, you know, because I've had so many. You know, one of the things uh, teaching all these years, you know, when your people word gets around that okay, Rich is handling this jazz program at Winona State. Well, I'm I'm on tour, uh, you know, so I'm going to let him know. And then people, I get these emails from all over the place of bands coming through, or you know, artists looking to get a guest artist gig. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's turning around to where hey, I'm available for lessons. Um, you know, I'm available to to um, you know perform. Um, you know, in absentia, like like to, for example, to do a recording, um, like I'm doing with this with this friend out in Seattle. Uh-huh. Um, those kinds of things are now available um, for people. So, yeah, who knows? You know, it could be it could be a good thing in the in the long run. But I think we're missing a lot. Obviously, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's just hard right now. You know, there's and I I I feel for these for these younger players. Um, you know, there's been a lot of bands. Um, come out of of Winona State in the region, you know, the, the Midwest Music Fest has birthed mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what these guys are doing. I haven't talked to, like, Nick Elstead is the former student. He has a Sleeping Jesus band. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're up to. I don't know if they're recording, or, they're recording or what they're doing. Yeah. Are they? From what I've heard. Yeah. So, or about to. And then and then Mason Smith and Dante DeGrazia and Ryan Amble, that group, yep. um, tr- 
karate chop. I don't know what they're doing, but I, you know, it, it's it's uh, of course you know <laughs> they uh, they would go up and play at um, at First Avenue for for not much anyway. So right. they're not used to making a lot of money. But but my point is that you know maybe maybe these guys are are gonna gonna find ways of of um, you know, delivering some, some stuff, you know, in this, mm-hmm. in this space. I think so too. Um, yeah. Well, the, uh, mm-hmm. I know Karate Chop Silence did a drive-in concert in Rochester, uh, not too long ago. Um, oh, did they? I've, I've been to one of those and, um, I absolutely loved it to tell you the truth. It was cool, you know, spaced out and you just set up your lawn chair beside your car and we had a grill and stuff going and it was a really good time. Um, yeah, so yeah. maybe there's avenues like that out there that that become more uh, more popular, you know. So yeah, maybe there's opportunity. Yeah, and yeah, and and you know that's what I mean. I you know these I, I feel for these guys because they're they've kind of set themselves up for for performing live, mm-hmm. and so I hope that they can get some stuff like that going. Right. Um, you know, I've I've got a few things in the works, but they're. They're pretty minimal right now. There's not a lot happening. Right. Um, yeah. So. And and you really gotta uh, you really gotta dig in and try to figure out something I think yeah. new and unique to do or a different way. I mean, it's like we've yep. been set up with this like a tree down over the road and there's a cliff on the yeah. other side and a cliff on this side. How do you get around it? You know, it's, we're gonna have to invent <laughs> something. You know, it's. Yeah, it's, yeah, get a big chainsaw. <laughs> right. It's an interesting time for sure. Do you think yeah. that uh do you think that we will ever go back to like the music world and the performing world we had before or do you think it's just going to keep evolving after this? I think a, a little bit of both probably. Okay. Um yeah, I I would think that um we'll we'll be able to go back to to you know, having audiences eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, though. Um, that's one of my concerns, um, just from speaking from a purely musician point of view, is whether the audiences are going to feel comfortable um, the way it was, you know, the, mm-hmm. the way we've we've had it before. That's right. That remains to be seen, I think. But, yeah, I, I kind of, I'm optimistic that, that um, people will be like, ready to roll um you know i don't know much about the medical field but um when there's a vaccine that is um strong enough and people are comfortable enough with um you know it could change it could change things but you bring up an interesting point whether it'll ever be back the way it was and that's a good question i i wonder though if where it was was really that great um Mm -hmm. You know, I've played to a lot of, um, I've played a lot of places where there's just issues, you know, with, with getting audiences. You know, that that's, um, years ago they used to talk about the entertainment dollar and how, you know, there's only so many places it can go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure they use that same term anymore, um, but what I see is more of a, uh, more of a, a challenge of not so much the dollar as much the attention. Um, you know, people are, are essential. You know, we used to sit down and listen to a whole record. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we'd yeah. listen to a whole album. Uh, people are, are, everything seems to be like into these little, you know, if it's more than a minute or, you know, a minute and a half, forget about it. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm working on this pedagogical project, you know, I've been talking to different people about delivery of it. You know, how well right. I'm going to spend a lot of time developing this pedagogy. Well, how am I going to get it out to people? You know, um, mm-hmm. and I've been, you know, I've been making my own videos, and you know, I'm trying to keep them all to a minute or you know, a minute and a half to just illustrate a point. Um, and so that's another one of those sort of challenges is to 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 really get someone's attention and to hold it for a minute. Yeah. Um, that's, we're, we're kind of, I mean, I find myself the same way. You know, if I see something, a Facebook um, thing of somebody, if it's somebody I know, I'll listen to it however long it is. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody I don't know about, you know, I might only give it uh, a minute or so. Right. Um, you know, so that's kind of the uh, the musician's elevator speech. You know, you have to grab them right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Minute, it's pretty important, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's one of the weird sort of beyond me kinds of things. I. I don't have a really good answer for that in terms of, you know, kind of how we're we're dealing with delivery of things. Yeah. We already talked about the fact that you can't really deliver stuff via CD anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, well, how are you going to do that? But, you know, I, you know, like the last, I used to keep up, well, I, I kind of still keep up um, with what's going on with Grammys because especially in the jazz and Latin categories, mm-hmm. um, and there was this, this uh, Public Enemies record by um, this band out of Brooklyn, um, Darcy James Argue and the Secret Society. Okay. What a fantastic project. And the whole thing had video with it. It had a CD. It had, I mean, it's like this whole Ooh. package. Nice. Um, similar to what, what Maria's doing with Artist Share, her, her, um, her latest project, Data Lords, I mentioned earlier. You know, it's a whole package. And, you know, people are spending... You know, here's eighty-five dollars, and I'm I'm a I'm a contributor on this level, and I get this package from Maria with a with a nice letter and a and a sort of an embossed CD and or whatever. You know, so these these ideas of of this Public Enemies project is really an amazing musical project. There's if you want to look it up on it's, there's a thing on YouTube on it um, that that sort of describes it and has some of the music. Um, but again, it's like that multimedia, um, you know, music plus thing, you know, where there's all these this story going on and, mm-hmm. and there's art and there's video and there's, you know, so it's almost like the musician is, 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 uh, is really entrepreneurial wise. There's a lot of options there. Right. If someone, uh, if someone is, is creative enough to, to, to do them, you know, to work with them. Yeah. And that sounds like, um, uh, using the technology to connect with the audience in different ways, you know, with the visuals, mm-hmm. and the, you know, video, stuff like that. And that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fascinating stuff. And, and, and again, that, that's one of the things that this, this technology allows us, um, you know, so again, half full or half empty, um, you know, but you got to be creative and you've got to find ways of, of making that all work. This idea of, of um, having someone help with a project, like check out Artist Share, you'll see what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. It's really clear that, that you know, you can, you can involve yourself in a project, you know, and then you, you then can see it come to fruition. Maria's really good about, like, you know, sending people, see, uh, I'm sorry, emails on, here's what we've done lately, here's a video on our, on our, our last uh, session, here's this, here's... 
so they keep people apprised of, of how the project is going. Hmm. So it's kind of this whole community that's associated with this this musical sort of arts project. Well, it sounds like she's kind of making the um, uh, that virtual connection with the audience a little more personal, too, you know? Yes, absolutely. She's really good at that. She's a Minnesota um, composer. She, she grew up in Wyndham, oh. Minnesota. Okay. Yep. Nice. I was going to go take the whole band to see her. She was going to be the whole her band from New York mm-hmm. was going to be at Hopkins um, Center for the Arts in in April, and of oh. course we had to cancel yeah. that. Um, but she's one of my favorite artists. She's a, just a wonderful composer and real down to earth person. I've met her a couple times, um, but you know that's an area where um, it's it's amazing to see what she's been able to accomplish. Um, the way she's done it and i don't know i mean she's obviously doing well enough to to maintain an 18-piece band mm-hmm. so yeah you know, so good for that's her you know exactly exactly do yeah. you think that uh you know we've talked a lot about how artists are um uh, need to adapt or how we're going to have to adapt things like that and i know that in the past you know the artist had to think about the business side of things too but it seems like now that has been like forefront you know how do we move yeah. forward and make money on this you know I mean, yeah if i if i was a young player in my 20s right now i would look at teams i would oh. get a visual artist i would get a business person i would get a, a web person designer and i would look at um at creating teams of people to to sort of help produce a product you know video people mm-hmm. um you know, it's really hard to try to be all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, if you can get a team to where, you know, hey, you know, we're going to do this project and you know, I'd like to do this and you can start brainstorming. Uh, and this is a, another beautiful thing about being in a, in a liberal arts environment. You have people who have other skills. You know, you have people mm-hmm. who have business skills. You right. have people that that have skills, learning skills in, in all these different disciplines, um, because that's what it takes. You know, you, you just can't do it all. You, you right. can't, you can't be a, a, a producer and, and a musician and a, and a, a writer and a, and a, a marketing person and a video editor and a, you know, and that, <laughs> yeah, that's a I lot mean, of you know, I could go, I could go on and on. I used to always refer to my <laughs> students, refer my students to this website, um, the Berkeley College of Music in Boston has this careers in music website. Terrific mm-hmm. website. It's it's obviously a um, it's obviously a, a commercial for their school. Obviously, they want people to come to school there. But right. man, you talk about all the different A and R stuff, and mm-hmm. you know all the different options there are in in the in the industry. And you start to think about okay, well, you know, do I know some people that that would want to get involved in a project in in this sort of way? Right. I mean, if that if that if I was those guys, you know, we were talking about Sleeping Jesus and Cry Chop and some of those groups, that that'd be what I would do. I would I would start to look for uh, develop a team and obviously be willing to share the the profits with them uh, mm-hmm. if there are any ever. <laughs> right. If there aren't, well, then you got to get it all on spec, which everybody's doing so much on spec nowadays anyway. anyway yeah. Um, so yeah, I I I think that that's the way. Of the, I think that's the way of the future really um, is to is to connect with people who have all this expertise because you know as well as I do um, when you go to 
to listen to something or to see something online or it needs to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the expectation is that it, it better it better be of a decent quality. Right. And uh, and then after that, you know, whatever you have to say or whatever people take from it is is. But the, but again, the quality part is important. And if you don't know anything about video, and you're trying to put videos out there, well. You know, mm-hmm. well, it's hard enough. Well. You know, artists have to wear a lot of hats anyway when you're an independent artist. You know, but um, yeah. it's hard enough to try to produce a record and play on the record and write the record all at once. You know, yeah. um, I think that's interesting though that you bring up this team aspect. You know, do you think that yeah. maybe because there's there's a lot of local talent in all different fields of this. You know, so maybe if people yeah. start pulling together as teams, you think there'd be maybe more. Uh, more interest or more to share here among everybody, you know, like more locally, you know, local-centric things? Or? Yeah, well, you, I mean, I think the Midwest Music Fest is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shakespeare Festival is another good example of that, where right. those are both grassroots efforts that have, have involved a lot of people um, with a sort of a shared goal, Um you could kind of take that in, in microcosm and put it into a band, for example, you know, mm-hmm. any of these young students that, or young, young people that have a band. And here's the project. Here's, here's my idea. And so it would be in a smaller um, sort of sphere, if you will. But, but you know, it, it certainly could be a thing. Um, the, the reason I bring up teams is our, our, our youngest son is, a, is an illustrator, and he, he worked for... Um, um, this place in New York for a long time called the Strand. It's a it's a it's a it's a bookstore, kind of old school bookstore in in, in Manhattan. Okay. And he went. He uh, was offered a job with this um, company called uh, Nuts.com, which was in over in New Jersey, and they had the big sort of Google type of thing where it was you know they had a big floor of a you know overlooking Manhattan, and they had all these teams that were working. You know, he was working on on web marketing and different things as an illustrator, and and those production teams it's real common in the art world, um, in the commercial art world. Okay. Um, not as common in music because we our teams are the band. Right. Right. Um, but but you know the 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 expansion of that idea was something I learned from him. It, it, the people he worked with with Nuts.com, he had people that were experts in all these different areas and they'd get together with these these big team meetings and and figure out you know their their strategies about this and that and um in the art world that's a really he went to school over there at um that school in milwaukee myad milwaukee Mm -hmm. institute of art and design and that was something that they really encouraged you know for the artists to get involved with people who have other disciplines that can bring that all together Mm -hmm. and we go right back to the liberal arts environment you know, um, um, I think um, there's there's probably a, a happy medium there somewhere. You know, maybe it's not totally liberal arts. Maybe it's maybe it's more performing arts, and those teams get get developed. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And maybe you know, maybe this takes the place of uh, you know, in the old days we would have um, record labels, things like that, are kind of the gatekeepers. Yep. Now we have streaming. You know, maybe in the future there's something else that takes that place, like a local team of artists and contributors to create uh, local content. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a silver yeah. lining that's coming. I don't know. You know, it's a possibility. Yeah, I, I 
I, I think that's a, a great point. You know, there there could be there could be lots of ways that that could be something. And of course, the beauty of it is is that you know you don't have to necessarily. I mean, you can get go to meeting going or Zoom or anything else. You mm-hmm. can you can share screens. You can you can talk through what you're what you're doing. But what you need, of course, the whole thing that that sort of that sort of centers is vision. You know. Um, and I go back to Maria Schneider. You know, she's not only a great composer and musician, but she's also a visionary. Mm-hmm. She's got a vision of, of her music and what she wants to say, and that vision then gets shared by all these people, you know, that are that are involved in the project. And there's money people. You know, I don't know a lot about that, <laughs> but right. there are people that know about philanthropy mm-hmm. and know about how to, you know, get people involved in a project. Um, again, you know, based on relationships, based mm-hmm. on I know this kid. Yeah, he's really talented. Let's 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 let's, um, let's give him fifty bucks or a hundred mm-hmm. bucks or whatever, and let's see where where how he can how how he can develop his his art. In some ways, it's like a it's like a southeastern Minnesota Arts Council all wrapped up into a little little package, you know, mm-hmm. like a um, smaller that, group kind of. Yeah, like an arts group, you know. And who knows? I mean, I I, I don't know. I'm we're, we're kind of just. Uh, thinking out loud, but I, but I do think that that um, that's something that I'd be very interested in if I was really looking at you know developing a career in music. I would really start looking at those at those options. You know, who are the people that I really like being around, and you know, the people that I that that uh, that can add something to this project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. I think. Uh... I think moving forward, we're going to have to think outside the box, really, you know, and uh, think outside the box and work together, you know, like you were saying with the teams and you got to have vision, you know, I think that's really important. Uh, Well, Rich, um, we're kind of getting to the end of the hour here. Um, Before we go, I'm just kind of curious, what do you think, I mean, it sounds like we're kind of in a transitional period right now, you know, I mean, I know some people want to get back to the way it was. From uh, the things we've discussed today, it doesn't sound to me like we're going back to anything we knew before. You know, it, it's going to be different no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think the best way is for the audience, for for viewers and listeners and um, people who enjoy art? What do you think the best way is, is for them to help support artists right now? You know. Well, that's a really great question. I would say, um, I would say. Uh, be willing to spend a few dollars. Um, you know, it amazes me that that people will spend eight dollars on a cup of coffee, but they won't, you know, spend ten dollars on a on a CD mm-hmm. or you know to go and get that CD and have it stream or whatever. You know, right? Um, you know, if if there's a, a you know if there's a when we do get back to to being where things are are happening, there's live music happening, pay a cover charge. If you have to pay mm-hmm. five bucks, so what? Just right. one drink or one one coffee. Yeah. I think that people I think that people are are getting so used to getting everything for free mm-hmm. um, that especially when it comes to music anyway. Because yeah. um, I know I spent a lot of money on this project two years ago. Um, and it was all my money and that's fine. I'm not nobody needs to pay me anything. My point is that that um, you know, I, I, I think that people are, are are just not willing to spend on live music and I don't know why. I, I, I that that's kind of weird for me. I, I'm just yeah. kind of 
I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, maybe they're willing to spend a couple bucks on live music. They're not willing to spend any, any money on recorded music, um, and so as musicians, we got to find a way around that. But mm-hmm. you know, or go to a concert. You know, um, Lacrosse Symphony is is a really fine orchestra. Um, you know, take your your date to a to a concert. Mm-hmm. You know, hear live music. Spend a couple hours. Spend an hour. Right. Um, you know, get a get a recording that you really, you really, really like and just sit down and listen to it um, with some people um, when we can get back together with people. Um, you know, I, I, I think it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take that much. When I was um, 16, 17, I worked in a music store. This is 1972, 73, a long time mm-hmm. ago. Um, but I remember, um, you know, records... LPs were four dollars and sixty-two cents, and um, and forty-fives were sixty-nine cents. And you know that we'd have the top Billboard forty-fives, and people would come in if they wanted music, they came in and bought it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, it was you it's... know four dollars and sixty-two cents. It's funny I can remember that, but it was on the label. You know, I saw yeah, it for so many it. years when yeah. I was in high school. You know, working at this music store. But anyway, <laughs> it's it's just funny how like, oh no, I'm not going to spend. You know. I'm not going to spend five dollars on a cover charge to hear a band. You know, I can just oh. hear it on my phone. Well, yeah, but you know, you got to kind of think about. Well, it took a little bit to make this band happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. You know, yeah. be willing to pay people for for um, for what you see and hear. Um, yeah. I think I, I'm not just talking about music either. I'm talking about all the arts. Exactly. You know, um, you could look it up. I don't know what the number is now, but Minnesota is actually pretty good with. Uh, per capita art spending. Oh, um, that's encouraging. That's yeah, encouraging. nationwide. I mean, we're we're pretty we're pretty strong um, compared to like Wisconsin, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that's part of the grant process. You know, there's a okay. lot of grant opportunities in Minnesota. Right. Um, and I've written grants, and I was on the the board of the um, not the board, but the advisory where they you know the the, the panel they call it the Southeastern Minnesota Arts Panel for a mm-hmm. few years. And I'd see all these grant proposals coming in. There's some fantastic art going on in Minnesota. Um, and so, you know, I think that that's maybe part of it is, hey, you know, spend a few dollars, you know. It doesn't, it doesn't you don't have to spend a lot. But, right. but you know, support people that you believe in. Um, if you hear something you like, give them, you know, support them. Go and hear them and, or, or, or if they're going to stream something, you know, if they have an opportunity to, they, wanna, they want 10 bucks. You give them, give them a couple bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I, maybe that's the you know maybe that's the thing. I don't. Know. I think I think that's a really great idea, you know, because um I just kind of want to add to that. Um, I did read about a study uh, recently. Well, I don't think the study was recent, but I read about it recently that uh, uh, when people spend money on experience rather than objects, they. Uh, they become happier, you know? So I'm thinking, oh, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, spend that money on the concert, go to the concert, go to buy the music or the album so you can listen to it, you know, spend that money on experience and you'll be happier. Right. You know, especially no, if it's a, art. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Our, our oldest son has a company called thrive adventures. Okay. Um, and what he does is he takes people all over the world and, and he not right now, obviously, but, mm-hmm. but he's, he's been all over the world and, 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 you know, and that's part of his mantra is spend money on experiences, spend money on, on doing something that you're never going to forget. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to New Zealand with him for two weeks, uh, back in 2015, I think it was 
what a fantastic experience. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that there's, um, that's an interesting study. I'd be interested in it to, to see where that, where you found that because, um, that's a real thing. I yeah. mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a thing where, you know, why do you need more stuff? Right. You don't need more stuff. <laughs> right. Then you just need to find more places to put it, right? <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. No, and that's, that's really ties in to the idea of, of supporting things that you really believe in. Uh-huh. And you know, the, the thing that's interesting about all that is it's needed um, because of the fact that, um, like I say, you know, there was that time where every record that came out, of course you had the record companies that were taking a big bite off of it, uh-huh. but they were also the people that put the spec out and paid the people to do the session to begin with. So oh. um, they had money in, invested too. Um, and you could get into the whole thing of payola to radio stations and all that <laughs> stuff. That's that's all history. But right. the point is that if if there's something you believe in and something you you want to support, don't be afraid to do it. And um, and there's plenty of stuff out there for sure. Right. Um, yeah, there's plenty of stuff out there. Well, that sounds like a really good note to uh, leave our audience with. I think you know, um, huh. if this support stuff, basically, you know, um, yep. Yep. any way that uh, that you can and in new ways that we might not know about yet that are going to come in the future, I think, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, we know about GoFundMe and some of that stuff that's right. out there. Right. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good causes, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the arts is one that, that, um, is really in need right now. I think it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where, where, um, okay, you got a bunch of music for free on Spotify. Well, maybe, you know, maybe there's some people, on that that music you just got for free that that you want to you want to try that you want to support mm-hmm. and could people say well I spend my ten dollars a month or twelve dollars a month whatever it is on Spotify <laughs> yeah but that's not going to the artist right, right. You know? it's not going to the artist and and you know ten dollars boy albums used to be um, yeah, a lot more than that and you get way more songs for your ten dollars than you used to <laughs> you know I've been into buying stuff I buy their T-shirts and stuff because I I know I'm not really spending any money on their music because I stream it, you know? So, yeah. you know, I yeah. think, I think there are other ways. There are ways to support each other. I think, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think so. so. Absolutely. But we, we live in a wonderful community that way. We yes. have, we have a, a, a Winona. How long have you been here? Uh, I've been here. Well, off and on for the past 10 years. Yeah. I mean, you get a sense. It takes about 10 years. I think it took me about 10 years, but mm-hmm. maybe some people get it sooner, but, you get a sense of place here um, that is really pretty powerful after oh, yeah. a while. I, you start to really realize what a what a real special place this is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, if there's stuff that you know that you want to keep happening, well, guess what? You know, spend ten dollars. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Help it to happen, right? Help it to continue. Right. Yeah, you know, it's up to yeah. all of us, I and guess. We've, we've seen examples of that. You know, we've seen good, two really great examples of that. You know, and there are more, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. you know, the, the work that's been going on with Midwest Music Fest and the Shakespeare mm-hmm. Festival. Um, you know, those are grassroots things that have been really, really neat to see. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and, and very and powerful. Real testament. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. definitely. And I've talked to a lot of students who aren't from here um, that see that stuff, and it really, I think it really affects them in a positive way, you know, and they yeah. really enjoy yeah. being here. So, yeah. well, Rich, uh, we're going to have to uh, cut this off now, but I'm really enjoying this conversation. Maybe we should uh, do this, do a little check-in in a few months and see how things are going. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to find out whether any of our prognostications are where, where things are going. Right. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's nice talking to you, Bill. Good for luck sure. with the program. For sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rich. Really appreciate it. All right. All right. Yeah, take care. You too. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again to Rich McDonald for joining us today on Artbeat. Oh, I checked out that website Rich mentioned called Artist Share. It involves a really great crowdfunded way to support the arts. I would highly recommend checking it out at artistshare.com. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Professor Emeritus and performer Rich McDonald on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org. Is art an important part of your life? Tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.